Hello and welcome to Balance City with your host, me, moi, Danielle. We're going to talk all about the juicy stuff, about relationships, about business, about mental health, all the things when it comes to the journey of life, right? And what you'll see along the way is no one's perfect. We all have our shit, (laughs) to be frankly honest. And I am so thankful that you're here to be on this journey with me. And I'm going to have some epic guests sharing their story. And I just cannot wait to get this started. So let's go. Hello, hello, and welcome back. I am so, so excited that you are here. And today I'm sitting down with the incredible Belki. Again, we met on Clubhouse. I feel like I every single interview lately has been through Clubhouse, but it's because it's an incredible app and, and just incredible people. So Belki, I kind of want to just throw the mic to you and kind of introduce yourself and then we'll get into the whole nitty gritty. Yes, so of course we met in Clubhouse, um, or at Clubhouse, <laughs> you want to put it. <laughs> so I'm Belky. I'm a food blogger. Um, I am a YouTube content creator when it comes to my food blogging. And um, I'm kind of budding. I'm also trying something new, which is selling um, merchandise, which has been a little bit of fun. It's just started. Yes. So uh, that's something that I'm, I'm loving as a passive income, right? Uh, a way to get a little more income. And it's, it's awesome. So that's what I do. I'm an, uh, but I'm also, uh, I'm a wife. I'm a mom. I have two beautiful children, 13 and 12. And my 12-year-old is um, a nonverbal autistic. So I am a special needs mom. And um, before being a food blogger, um, I was um, I majored in advertising and marketing communications at FIT in New York City. I'm from New York. And um, I uh, graduated from that. I worked in advertising, had a breakdown, not I don't want to say a breakdown, but like a middle, middle 20s breakdown where I was like, I want to follow my passion. And then I became an actress. Um, yeah, it was an actress for about, (laughs) for about 11 years. And then I became a mom of my first son. And then I thought, well, let me just have the second one, like real, like soon after so that you're kind of done with it. And then he turned out to be, um, one of multiple babies that I had, um, the sole survivor of, of, of the pregnancy and then, um, had a lot of health issues. And that made me stay home, uh, because I wanted to be there for my son. And both my children really, but really he needed a lot of help and a lot of, you know, therapies and all this stuff. And then eventually um, I actually became a certified life coach and I helped other moms uh, that had a newly diagnosed children, um, you know, kind of get through the, the, the first phases of when you find out, you, okay, my child has autism and now uh, my life is completely changing. Um, so what I tried to do there was just help other moms. And I did all that at no charge. Like that was something that I just did to help other moms. And I also felt like I handled all the things that happened to me very well. So I thought I want to share those tools with other moms. Um, and this doesn't make it easy. It was just something to, to also share with the world. Um, it became a little too much because I taking on a lot of other people's problems. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I kind of, I didn't necessarily dial back, but I decided to wait a little bit and just, just find something else that would bring me joy that didn't have to do with autism. And then I realized, wait a minute, I'm always cooking. And then that's when 
that part of me came out and I thought, well, maybe I want to share this with the world that now that I'm sharing with family and friends, this might be the way to go. And that's where I'm at today as a food blogger. <laughs> I mean, so, you're, you're just, you're incredible. And you're literally doing, all, you. you're, you're <laughs> literally doing all the things. And I kind of want to go through the journey of h- how you kind of made this all work, right? Because, you know, doing the food blog, being a mom, it's a, and doing all these things that you want to do. It's a lot. And I think a lot of moms that list, would listen to this podcast are like, I want to fulfill th- these dreams. And it, but I, I have all these kids and how do, how do I do it all? So I kind of go through that and like maybe give some tips on how you became where you are now. So, so I feel like we can all come up with excuses as to why we don't do certain things. Mm-hmm. I'm really good at that too, despite having made decisions that led me to where I'm at today. And, and there are days where, trust me, I am like, oh my God, I, I, I'm exhausted. I don't, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that today. And then I have to fight with myself to just get it done. So it's basically that. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, we, I feel that a lot of the time when we want to do something that we feel scared and nervous to do, because I, what I noticed too, is that a lot of us, especially moms, like once we stop working in an office, which is what I did, right. When I decided to become an actress Mm -hmm. and then I was an actress and I was doing really well and this happened and I stayed home. Somehow I feel like our self-esteem suffers a little bit. And then we start feeling like, um, can I do that again? Can I? Can I be successful? Am I smart? There's obviously always something new coming out when it comes to technology that affects all types of businesses. Even as something as simple as social media right. can have um, just new elements to it that we might not be familiar with that scare us and make us feel afraid um, and make us feel like, well, I'm not that smart anymore. I don't, I don't know that I can do what I used to do anymore. And that's something that um, I feel that we can overcome, but by just, just jumping into it. So when um, I decided that I wanted to start the blog, the food blog, it, it kind of just it was born out of, okay, I really need something to get me out of this autism world. Mm. And it was cooking. And it started with me just making, you know, dinners. And then I started giving them to the therapists that were coming to my house to help me with my son. He was doing uh, about 25 hours a week at home mm-hmm. uh, from PT, OT, um, speech, um, ABA therapy. Like it was like all these therapists in my house every day. So I'd be cooking, sending them home with food. They wanted the recipe. I would write the recipe down. Eventually I'm like, you know what? I'll, I'll make a little Wix website. You know, that's like, you yeah. know, simple, but very cute. And I sat there, I taught myself how to do it. It was super simple. Wix is very, very simple. And it was a way for me to, I think that kind of took away a little bit of the fear of going into things that are not some, as an actor, I never had to work on a computer. I never had to get in at, you know, to do anything when I was in advertising, you know, that's when actually, cause I'm 47 and I'm very proud to you say do, my you age. You do not look 47 at all. Thank you so much. <laughs> I'm 47. And um, when I was working in advertising, when I, when I was, you know, finishing college and then eventually, you know, finished college, Google was starting to be popular. So we're talking about, when Google, when people were asking themselves, what is the internet? 
<laughs> I swear to God. Yep. So, um, so we're talking very, very much back there. So much had changed. And then I was scared, but I thought to myself, I'm going to sit there. I'm going to figure this out. I did. So I, I said, I want to start, you know, just for my friends and my family, something simple. And I did that. And then I did like a little book. I actually went into one of those uh, apps on, on the computer, on the Mac, <laughs> you make a book. Right. And then I put all these recipes together and then I had it as a PDF for my friends and family. That way no one was texting me or asking me for the recipe. I'm like, just it's in that PDF that I posted on Facebook and, you know, and so it was like a, a very slow progression. And then I realized, you know, I have something here. Mm-hmm. I think I really should do this like, like as a profession, like I could probably make money doing this. Um, and then that's it. Then, then it was born and it still took a while because I was blogging for like a year and I had no idea that being on Wix was not the best for me that I should be on like, um, wordpress.org, not even .com, .org, so that eventually I had uh, the possibility of monetizing the website um, and all of that. So it was a progression to get there. I went to conferences, I educated myself, and then I learned. And then I followed through, even though I was scared. And sometimes it would take me a month or two or three to actually tackle that task. But eventually I got around to doing it and then I gained more and more confidence. So I think it's really about confidence at yep, the end of the day. Yep. And I think, I mean, it's, that's, that's incredible. And I think that it's also perseverance. Like you didn't give yes. up, like you consistently, you know, you, you had this vision and you just went for it. Yeah. And I love, I love that. Um, yeah. So I know a lot of um, moms that might be listening that have, you know, special needs kids, um, they kind of don't know where to start, right? They're, you know, they they found out this diagnosis and they're like, okay, I need to be an advocate for my child, mm-hmm. but where do I start? Well, in my case, Um, I knew my son was different because I had a son that was, you know, a year and like six months older. So he was very, they were close in age and I could see the difference in how they were uh, progressing, right. In, In the age. And I know my, my son with autism was born three months premature. He was a NICU for three months. So, um, you know, of course they're going to be like, oh, well, he's premature. He's this and that, but I could just tell there were differences by the time he was one. And then I started, you know, asking the pediatricians, like, like something's not right. I feel this, I feel that, I feel that. Um, eventually I got the diagnosis of you know, developmental delay, which I took very gladly. I was like, you know what? I'll take that. I taught, I taught, I was calling the doctors all the time. Uh, so they were like, oh, this crazy woman thinks her son's got something wrong with him. I knew because your motherly instinct knows, right? Mm-hmm. So then um, the, he got that diagnosis. And then I had a teacher, like a developmental teacher come in and she would play with him and build little block things. And, and he's 12 today. He's still nonverbal, by the way. So, you know, uh, and she was there with him, whatever. And I continued to say something's not right. Something's whatever. And then by 21 months, when he was 21 months, they finally gave me the diagnosis, right? Uh, one of the things that I did 
because for me, I knew something was not right. And I also think all moms know when there's something that's not right. And it doesn't mean that they're not normal. That means they're not typical, right? Um, I immediately left the appointment. I was actually felt relief Mm. when he got the ASD, autism spectrum disorder diagnosis. I thought, oh my God, now I can get all the help that we need because that's when you get all these therapies covered by, in our case, because we lived in New Jersey at the time, early intervention services. So we immediately you know, got everyone to come in to do, because now this is done by a developmental pediatrician, right? And then the diagnosis part. And then after that, then early intervention will send all these different therapists to come in and do assessments and see where your child's at. Then they give them a chronological age uh, of depending on the functions that they can do. They're, they're doing this at eight months, and but they're two. They're doing this. At the, so it was kind of like that. So I just, instead of wallowing and feeling bad about anything, I just went into, I got to get everybody in here. I got to do what I got to do. Um, early intervention is key, right? That's what we, we already know in general. I've seen kids that were my sons, um, you know, that were very similar to my son who are speaking today, who are talking, who are all these things. Um, I understand why my son probably doesn't talk. And that's because he was born premature. Um, His brain scans show that his brain didn't fill in all the way. He was one of multiple babies. He's the only survivor. He had a brain bleed after he was born. Um, so, So there are all these situations that happened that probably made it more difficult for him mm-hmm. to be someone that could speak. Um, but for me, it's more like, don't feel bad. Just kind of just go with the flow. Just start, just start going. And it's not easy. There are days where you feel when these interventions start happening, when you're like, don't see growth maybe. But for my son, a lot of the time, it kind of happened like this. It was like, all of a sudden he got it. He mm-hmm. got it. It would like, he would be doing puzzles, like those big chunky puzzles with like the handle, you know, and it'd be like four pieces and he had to match them or whatever. And it just felt like he was never getting them. But then one day he got them and then it would be like, boom, boom, boom. He got that. Um, And now he communicates through an iPad and that's been, you know, a long process as well because he picks pictures and and it has a voice output and it sounds like a little boy, right? Mm Because you get to pick your voice, which Mm -hmm. is pretty cool. And um, and he'll say, I want water, a pool or, you know, whatever treat he wants or all done. He does not have, I hate you in there. (laughs) (laughs) Not yet, right? (laughs) Um, So our goal is eventually, you know, he learns how to type and learns how to speak in sentences. But, you know, who knows when that's going to happen. But it's it's really about not losing hope. Mm -hmm. And one major piece of advice is your child is still the same child that you had the day before the diagnosis. It's the same child. Nothing changed because someone told you that they have autism. It's still the same child. The capabilities that he had before the diagnosis are the same, are still the same. He's still going to grow the same way. Even the diagnosis doesn't mean anything. It doesn't change who your child is or even the possibilities of where he or she can go. So, so that's really the advice. Is, and and I, I also feel that children can feel your energy. Um, so in my case, I'm very positive with him. Um, you know, I 
know maybe some people are like, oh, you baby him, but I just want him to feel as much love, as much compassion for me as he can while I'm here because I'm his mom. Eventually, I, you know, if we go by the order of life, mm-hmm. I'd be gone before him. Um, I want him to kind of know what love is, what being treated well is, and then he hopefully will show signs if something is not happening the way it should be happening later on because his behavior might be different. Um, so there's a lot of things that, you know, you take into right. account when you're a special needs parent. No, I, I, I think you, you dropped a lot of, a lot of gems as they call it, <laughs> but this is what I love most about doing this and being able to speak to so many people is just hearing your, their stories and amplifying them. Um, yes. I'm just a huge advocate for that and just being like honoring those that have like just have have incredible stories and I'm honored to have you. I really am. Like you are an incredible thing. Thank you. No, thank you for having me. Yeah, it's 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 good. It's good to talk because I feel like a lot of the time, like um even when it comes to parenting, like we might feel even people who are who have typical children might feel like you know, oh my God, this is so difficult. My mm. child has this behavior and this is so hard. And this is, trust me, it can always be worse. Yep. It can always be worse. So in my case, I always remember it could always be worse. I've been around uh, people who have um, autism. They have uh, like other genetic, you know, situations happening where they're in a wheelchair. They can't speak. They get feed fed through a tube and they're there. They're just, they're basically a vegetable. And I'm thinking it could have gone that way. He had a brain bleed. My daughter died from a brain bleed. Um, the other, you know, baby I had also passed away in utero. Like it could be so much worse if these babies would have survived and, and would have had it just, so then you always think about how it could have been worse yep. Um, yep. for me or, you know, so then you start to look at the bright side of what's happening, even though you're going to have days where you feel like shit is horrible. This uh-huh. is terrible. Yep. Um, and I, I, you know, cause I have those moments I'm probably never going to have, or I, not that I probably will never have, I won't have empty nest syndrome. This child will be with me forever. And I'm planning for that. Um, I'm, unless I have a mental or physical illness that will allow me to have him in my home, then, you know, he might not be able to be with me, but as long as I can care for my son, he is going to be with me. And that is, that is non-negotiable. You, you're an incredible. But I have to think about that, right? Yeah. Oh, hundred. Yeah, exactly. Oh, you know, my kids went off to college and I started having children later, right? I'm 47. I had him at 35. I had my first at 33. Um, so you know, when you're having kids, you're not thinking, oh, I'm going to never be able to like be without a child. Right, right. Um, so my friends that had kids younger than me, their kids are like already in college and they're like out, like they're just done. They're like, oh, I'm going to the Caribbean. I'm right. going here, I'm going there. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm never going to have that. I have to have somebody watch my son or he has to come with me. Well, you're, you're an incredible mother. You're just a terrible human. Um, so, <laughs> I do have a couple of more questions. The, yes. um, I love asking this one. I kind of end my, my episodes like this because I always love to hear the answer. If you wrote a book, which I can just see you writing a book, I can. What, <laughs> what would the title of your book be? Um, the Unexpected. Mm. 
like that. And not just for that reason, not because I'm, I'm a special needs mom. It starts from the very beginning of my life. And it probably would start before I was even born <laughs> because there's like, if everyone, if anyone ever heard like my story of before I was even born, like my parents arranged marriage, all this stuff, like, it's just, it's just crazy stuff. It's great. It's juicy too. Like, and you can make it very juicy if you wanted to. Um, but yeah, so I choose to look at it now differently. Like when I was younger, I was in that victim mode. Like, oh my God, this happened to me. It's horrible. Right. And now I'm kind of like, no, I wouldn't be who I am today if it was for all those things that are happened that have happened to me and the things that are still happening to me. So hundred percent. I love it. And I'll, yeah. I'll be, I'll be waiting for that book for sure. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm actually like, you know, I have like, a, well, I've been told like how to do it because I'm not a writer. I, I can talk a lot, but I'm not a writer. Um, so uh, I might just be doing something where I talk and everything kind of gets yeah. put down and then someone edits it all for me. Love it. Yes. Yeah. Get, definitely put it in your, put it in your, um, in your, in your journal or your book or whatever you do, your planning. Yeah. Um, and then... <laughs> For the listeners out there, where can they connect with you? Because I'm sure that they want to connect with you. Yes. So um, on uh, Instagram, it's Belky's Twist. On Facebook, it's Belky's Twist. On YouTube, it's Belky's Twist. <laughs> Everywhere is Belky's Twist. And the only reason why it's Belky's Twist is because I take um, a lot of my Latin recipes and I twist them into something else, which is why I use the twist, which keep, they keep telling me to say Latin twist. So I'm going to have to make some changes. <laughs> uh, but yes, so I take any kind of Latin recipe after I'm done with the recipe and I show you, well, this is my incredible Dominican stewed chicken, right? This is, this is delicious. Then you can do this with it. And it'll be like into an egg roll. It could go into whatever, you know, like just play with the food. It could be, you know, like um, a picadillo, which is like a beef. That's like a, a ground beef that you put all these amazing Latin seasonings into. And then you might make a ragu sauce with it. And then, yeah. So then it's basically just twisting things and fusion, right? Fusion. So it's like a Latin fusion. It's basically fun with food. And and I kind of just come up with it when I'm, I'm just doing stuff. And then I'm like, oh, this would go really well with this. And then I just put it together and that's it. Well, if you guys go to her Instagram, don't go, don't go to her Instagram <laughs> when you're super hungry, but just go to her Instagram because it's, Yes. It's amazing. And then the website, it's Belky's Twist. This is super simple. B-E-L-Q-U-I-S-T. I'm going to put, <laughs> put everything in the show notes. So if you guys enjoyed this episode, please tag the two of us. We'll share it <laughs> on our stories. We'll shoot you a DM. We'll show you guys some love. But Belky, I truly, just truly appreciate you. And I'm so grateful for social media in general to connect the two of us. And I agree. Yes. And I, I love being in the room with you. And it's just wonderful to just, just connections like this. Like I keep telling people like, you know, if you haven't heard of Clubhouse and whoever hasn't, I'm like, you need to join. I've met amazing people. I've collaborated with so many people. Um, and I feel that, and it's not even just about business. It's just, it's, you get to know people, you get to know their stories. You get to, it's just amazing. It's wonderful. And I think there's a way to use it that's healthy. We don't have to be in there all day long. Oh, 100, 100%. 100%. But exactly. thank you again. I just appreciate you. And I will talk to you later on tonight. Yes. Yes. I'll, I'll, I'll chime in tonight. <laughs>
Thank you for having me, Danielle. Thank you. (laughs) 